Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Welcome everyone to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. I'm Austin. I'm BJ. Woo! And today, we're actually back together for the first time yeah. in quite a while. Quite actually. a while, yeah. It's been a bit. Yeah, because I did I did the, la- the second Die episode solo, and then mm-hmm. I was out of town, and you were having your little operation. <laughs> I was. I was having an operation. And then last week I was gone, and it was just you, and so this is the first time we've been together that's yeah. four i think if i counted right so four like yeah four it's weeks. been it's been a good long time it was it was strange to uh to go for so long without it yeah um i so since it's been so long we just decided that we would kind of do like a catch-up episode where we talk about dragon questy things but also other things that have just happened since we were all together us but you guys included um, where we just all get to sit and chat about stuff. I would be totally remiss if I didn't mention that this is probably our last episode before Halloween, because Halloween yeah. is like next Tuesday, which is also your anniversary. Which is my anniversary, yeah. It's uh, it's it's nice. I, I like having my anniversary on Halloween. Yeah. Um, speaking of, so everyone knows your anniversary now, so if we can just get the name of your first pet, uh, your high school... <laughs> your paternal grandfather's middle name, um, then I think we'll be good to go <laughs> from here. Oh my goodness, what is my paternal grandfather's <laughs> middle name? I'd have to look that up, actually. Uh, oh my. Anyway, so because it is, uh, because it's almost Halloween, we like to do a little Halloween-y thing every year. Um, rather than doing like a whole episode on this, it's Halloween, monsters are a part of Halloween, Dragon Quest Monsters is coming up very, very soon. It's going to be out in about but a month. But not at Halloween. What did you say? I said, but not at Halloween. But not at it's Halloween. Community. Yeah, but it is going to be up in like almost a, a, almost exactly a month from now. Yeah. So uh, we're almost getting there. So since uh, that was coming up, we actually got over on Twitter um, and asked people what their favorite monster was so far that they've seen in Dragon Quest Monsters The Dark Prince. And the answers were a little bit surprising, not too much. A lot of people said the the Gunash Goody, the little yeah. the chocolate, um, you know, ganache pine there. Yep. And that one that one is super cute. Um, it's the Dragon Quest monster that I would probably be most likely to eat 
if we're being yeah. totally honest. <laughs> I don't know. Just the regular slimes being lime flavored, like they said, it'd be I'd be pretty tempted. I do I do love lime gummies. Yeah. I'm all about I don't like fruit flavored desserts, but I do like chocolate. So oh, I think I would yeah. probably go with that one overall, I if I had to that. guess. Yeah. But I understand that. <laughs> Um, and then we also had the Gumulo Nimbus, the little uh, slime <laughs> cloud thing. That's a really good uh, one. That's such a good one. It, it's a good pun. That one just makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. Such a good pun. And then <laughs> um, we also had a couple people give a nice shout to the uh, Ritmadrillo, the little like armadillo thing that has like a trumpet for the nose. It looks almost like oh, an armadillo. Yeah. Oct- uh, not octopus. It looks like an armadillo crocodile with like a trumpet nose. Yeah. That was pretty good. Um, and then the, I can't remember what it's called, but several people shared the picture of it. Like the Vendragore dragon, Mandragora. It's like Mandragora and yeah. dragon kind of pun. It's like a little flowery yeah. dragon. Mandragora dragon. Yeah. I know. I know exactly what it is, but yeah, but I don't know how to say it. Yeah. And so I just thought um, that one was probably my favorite. Like I, I went through whenever I was playing the demo and I feel like the, I saw the little like white dragon with the, with the mm. flowers. And I was like, Ooh, I gotta have that one. And outside of like the right. fight bulb starter that, that I talked about way back when, I think that was my, probably my favorite overall. Like I really liked that one and, um, hope it stays good for the other game, uh, from the yeah. full game comes out. So if you have a favorite monster from the game that we didn't mention here, give us a shout um, either on Twitter or Facebook or email or Patreon, wherever you want to uh, just uh, let us know what you thought. Spotify. I always forget about Spotify um, has that yeah. like, questiony thing now, but, and, and thank you to everybody who shared their answers with us. It definitely got me hyped for the game again. Felt like I kind of, I felt like I was really hyped for it after the demo, and then it's kind of been slow. Yeah. Uh, since then, and then seeing people share about monsters and like talking about these puns just now with you, it like got me excited again. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the puns are are just amazing for what they've got uh, now. Like I'm I'm really impressed by them. Yeah, and they're they're good. Shout out to the localization team, I guess for for these yeah. awesome puns. What have you been playing Baldur's Gate 3? I started yep. to ask what you've been up to, but I know. It's you've been playing Baldur's I've, Gate 3 a ton. I've been playing it a ton. I actually did beat it. Oh, uh, nice. I did, I did beat uh, my first playthrough of it, and the official time was like 117 hours, but I'm pretty sure it's like 125 or 130 from restarting. Dang. And... Uh, like restarting it and dying in battle and things like that. So uh, I'm I'm fairly certain that all told, I've spent about 130 ish hours in there. Uh, so it's it's a it's a frigging good game, man. Yeah, I've I've heard nothing but good things. I'm sure I'm going to get around to playing it when I have a little bit more time. Um, I knew you had been you playing. Have 130 it. I hours to play. Yeah, that's uh, what I was going to say. I knew you'd been playing it, but I didn't know you had managed to sink that much time in it. Um, yeah, it, it I didn't <laughs> expect to, honestly. It's one of those where I keep playing it and it really is that I lose track of time. That uh I'll play it for just a I think I'm going to get on for just a few minutes and then honestly two two and a half hours have passed 
uh, on the weekends or something like that. And, or while Jennifer is gone to uh, band practice on Tuesday nights or something, I'll just start it up. And then like, actually I started it when I got off of work at five one day and we ate dinner and everything. And I just paused it. Well, not paused it. Like I suspended it. And, uh, because I do care about the time that it shows and, uh, went, uh, ate dinner and came back and then she left for practice, which is at seven. So I got in like, and she came home, she called me, uh, she was on her way home at like eight 45 and I truly thought it hadn't even been an hour that I was really shocked when I was talking to her when I thought they had gotten out early Yeah, when she called and like it is, it just makes me think that it doesn't take as long as it does. And it's a really, really fantastic game. I don't know if you listened to the episode uh, I did last week on it, but no, I, I haven't had a chance. No, it is. It's just so well done that I know, you know, a lot about it because of your, your job, oh, but yeah. it's, it's hard to say because I didn't think I was going to get it. I know you and I talked about it for a while and uh, the, I didn't expect to get it. I didn't plan on getting it. I didn't want to spend the money on it. I didn't want to actually have the time taken from me. Uh, and I didn't think I was actually going to like it as much as everyone made it out to be so good. Like the adult themes and everything people were sharing early on. I'm like, Oh, this is trying too hard. I don't even want to want to deal with it. And then my friends uh, in my live uh, D&D game were talking about it, that they got it. And I'm like, man, this makes me want to play it. So I gave it a shot. And the stuff you hear about it being good and the stuff that you hear about, like, oh, the branching pathways and the different kind of things that you'll see that nobody else will see or in that order or anything. It's insane. Like we've talked about things that I don't know where they found stuff. Like I've done stuff like it's literally if you take a left path versus a right path, you get different story beats. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. Like, like, I don't know how they made this game, but I'm going to replay it. Like I started a new game, uh, but haven't played it very much uh, since then this weekend. I've been busy, but man, it took up all of my time and I didn't mean for it to take up all of my time. That was uh, I didn't expect to spend hours and hours and hours and hours on it yeah i got you it's always good though when you find a game like that like i think um i think it's kind of been yeah. a while for me since i've found a game like that um maybe ff16 was the last one um i've started playing spider-man 2 oh you did awesome we hadn't got it yet i've really enjoyed it like i loved i loved the first spider-man game and but then i really really loved miles morales because Miles right. Morales so is, my, is my favorite Spider-Man anyway. Just I, I really Oh, like really? I didn't know that. Yeah, uh Into the Spider-Verse is my favorite Spider-Man movie just period. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's and, it, just phenomenal. And uh so I was really excited about this one and uh been playing it a lot over the weekend. I'm pretty I'm only I would say I'm a third of the way through the story right now because okay. I I want to platinum this one. I want 100% yeah. it. And so, you know, the way those games are structured it's like you unlock like the uh, like Marco's memories, you know, Sandman's memories. Yep. And you can go ahead and do all of those before advancing the story. And so I'll swing around to all the districts and stuff and do all those oh, um, before moving you. on. Yep. And um, and there are sometimes that there's lockouts and things like that. But it's just so much fun to like swing around. And like I was giving Naomi the controller and letting her just swing through the city. 
Um, and we were trying to get some of the like overworld exploration trophies and stuff. And I was just letting her mm-hmm. sprint around while I was doing the uh, prowler stashes and things. Uh, yeah. um, and uh, anyway, just had a lot of fun with it. Um, I've been like I mentioned a while back that I'd really gotten into a reading mood and I'm still kind of mm-hmm. there where I'm like, whatever reason, I just want to sit around and read books all day. Um, yeah. So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of there right now with my video game playing, but I've really enjoyed Spider-Man 2 so far. And I would say I'm probably sunk about 10 hours into it, I want to say. Um, right. Probably 10 to 12 hours. Um, kind of like you were saying a little while ago about how, for whatever reason, you care about the time ticking on <laughs> yeah. the game. I'm that I'm that way too, and I, I didn't I don't remember always being that way. Where I feel like I used to be just like, whatever, like if right, y- you know, whatever. I think I think for me it kind of started back um, a few years ago whenever I was playing like every Dragon Quest game. Oh yeah, that yeah, year because that. a lot of times people would ask me they were like, how long did it take you to beat it? And I started getting used to early on when I would play those games started getting used to trying to keep up with it so that I could answer people's questions about it. Like, okay, this one took me X amount of time to beat. Uh And then after working at Screen Rant, when I review games, that's a very common question people have is, okay, well, how long did it take you to beat it? How long did it take you to platinum it? Those kind of questions. Mm -hmm. And so I try to monitor it so that I can have kind of an accurate answer for that kind of stuff. And yeah. I don't always remember being that way, but then even stuff that like doesn't really matter, like Spider-Man Two, for example. Like I, I'm not reviewing it. Um, I mean, I'm playing it. I'm definitely using it for like editorial purposes and stuff mm-hmm. at work. But oh, for sure, yeah. But the fact, like the the time that it takes me to do anything, does not matter at all. But I do. I find myself like I'll close it out and put it on the home screen even if it's just like stepping away for a minute to yep. make a sandwich or stepping away because the kids needed something or whatever yeah and it's funny that you bring that up because just even recently grace was asking me about it and was kind of laughing at me and she was like but it doesn't really matter and i was like i know it doesn't matter i don't know i but i can't help it like it, it i don't know matter. why i'm like trained to that matters in my brain i don't know I mean, I've been the same way. Like, I think it started for me back with Final Fantasy VII. Uh, that was the first game that I can really remember that had uh, time tracking that I cared about. That uh, my first play of Final Fantasy VII, I noticed it and then paid attention to it. And so since then, I've just wanted to know how long it took me to play games. I don't do it a lot with non-RPGs. That, like, I'm not going to generally the only ones that I like action games like Ratchet and Clank. The only reason I knew how much time I took in Ratchet and Clank was because of uh, the PlayStation telling me, yeah, that uh, on the front on the front end on PS5. And like I had said before, when we talked uh, a while back, like originally with that, that uh, that that I didn't even like that part of it. Mm-hmm. That was one thing that I wish that they had not done in it, but man. RPGs, I've always cared. And then it makes me sad that I spent that much time on uh, actually playing it instead of doing something more productive. But eh, it is what it is, man. I mean, you had fun. You enjoyed it. I did it's have not, fun. I mean, but, just okay, from... I should say, RPGs, generally, I don't feel that way. MMOs, I feel bad about. Like, when I see the slash played time on an MMO, where it actually says it in, like, the number of months, weeks, days, or hours that you've played... I just don't even do it anymore. 
Like I can't even imagine how much time I've invested in all of my characters across all of them on World of Warcraft. And like I I don't think I've even looked at it since like 2010. And I still go back and beat every expansion. Like Yeah, I, I can kind of I don't even I, care. I can kind of understand that. Like I felt bad back in the day whenever they had like the anima stuff that you had to grind in FF14. Do you remember uh-huh. that how grindy oh, it was? Yeah. And and they've nerfed that significantly. Like if you've played FF14 oh, yeah. since like 2014 or whatever year that was first introduced, I think it was 2014. Uh-huh. That summer, like it was really bad back then. Like and if you if you're doing oh, it now, man. you just do not understand how bad it's, it was. It was the worst. It's it's an uphill and, both ways in the snow kind of uh kind of thing because you literally had to go uphill both ways in the snow, but no, uh, like it's, it's bad. Like, yeah, it, it is. And I think about how much time I wasted that summer getting that, but then I uh-huh. also remember doing things like sitting with like Barry and Dell and Zephyrin where they like, I, I could not get one of them in like, um, in Western Thanaland. Maybe there's one in Thanaland right. that I had so much trouble getting. And so we formed a party and they just helped me constantly. And mm. I can remember like, like Zephyrin got a second one because they'd oh, wow. already used it uh, on their character. So they were able to get a second one there. And I still hadn't gotten the first one. I was just like, ah, and being so frustrated wow. back, but also ha- like, you know, we we're on voice chat and we we're all playing together and just, yeah. like, it was so much fun. But then I'm like, man, I wasted like six hours of my day doing that, you know, just sitting there trying yeah. to get that one piece. And so I'm kind of torn with the MMO thing, because it's like, yeah, um, it's like, if I were doing that completely alone, I don't know that it would have been worth it, but I think about the memories of that and like playing it together with people. And I'm like, okay, that was, that was worth the, the amount of time you had. And so it's just like, like, I don't feel bad about sinking, you know, hundreds of hours into a game or whatever. If it's a game that I'm really loving, like if it's a yeah. bad, like Lord of the Rings Gollum, I would feel bad oh. about I would not sink, you know, I would feel bad about sinking into a game that bad. Or like the new King Kong game that's so terrible. I didn't even know about that one. I haven't even heard about it. It's that, not to get to like inside baseball or whatever um, for this episode, but there's, there's a growing trend and Embracer Group is to blame for this. But Embracer Group has just bought up like so much stuff. And owns all these IPs, owns all these companies, and 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 it's not all from Embracer Group, but it's from like-minded, you know, studios and companies doing this as well. Where they'll yeah. own IPs, they'll own studios, and they really rush to cash in on these IPs oh, that they've bought. And right. um, it's just like there's been an uptick. I don't know if you've noticed, but there's been an uptick of a lot of of IPs, you know, you had like mm-hmm. uh, Return to Moria, Lord of the Rings Return to Moria, which is yep. also apparently not very good, came out today, the day we're Aww. recording this. You have the King Kong Skull Island game that came out last week. You have a RoboCop game coming out. You have a Hellboy game that came out that, from what I've heard, was actually fairly decent. But you have all oh. these games that are on like IPs that are barely making a blip or are completely crashing and burning because people are just really trying to churn out these. It's kind of like going back to like, you know, the in the nineties when it was like, there were so many tie-ins and so many video games for things. And I feel like, I feel like we've seen a resurgence from that lately. And, and sadly, a lot of these games are not very good. Um, And so 
anyway, so there's games kind of like that, that I'm like, you know, I don't think I would, but Hey, I mean, if you enjoy them, if anyone listening is like, Oh, Lord of the Rings Gollum, you know, wants to sink 130 hours into it. If that's what, you know, you're having fun doing like, go if for that's it, what right? tickles your pickle. Hey, this is a family show. <laughs> that, I, I don't, I don't think there's anybody who's ever said that about Gollum though. Yeah. Um, like, did they ever fix it? Like thinking about it, like they did the whole uh, apology at the beginning of the game and all that. Like, did they ever actually fix it though? I went in multiple times after patches were installed, both before launch and right. after launch, because I was in contact with the devs telling them, yeah. "Hey, this game is bad." Um, and they they did they did a couple of patches even before launch, and were like, "Hey, you know, it should be fixed now." And I would go in and try to play it, and then after launch, I tried it too after. There was another update two or three days after, and it was still crashing, and I just uninstalled it and never looked back. Uh, um, nah. It's just, um, it. yeah. And so, anyway, but I have, uh, I've, I've been having a lot of fun with Spider-Man 2, and it's the most I've played a video game in a while. Um, after after beating Die, I did toy around in the Dragon Quest Die game. For quite a bit, and, yeah. I, and I mentioned this in the solo episode, um, so I don't want to repeat myself, but doing the stuff with the challenge mode um, mm-hmm. that's unlocked later that's really hard, and doing the um, Tomb of Recollection stuff, had a lot of fun doing that, and like giving the controller over to Naomi and letting her see how far um, she could get through that and everything. Yeah. Like I really enjoyed doing all of that stuff, but it was kind of like after... Probably, I would say, a week after recording that last episode on Die, I was just done because it wasn't uh, it wasn't the kind of game that I fell in love with. And it was like, yeah, yeah. the challenge mode was kind of cool. And actually getting to play through and enjoy the combat was fun, but there just wasn't enough substance there for me to invest a ton of time with it. And then after yeah. that, I really haven't played any games since then. Like there was a big gap where I really didn't play anything and um was just reading a lot and then now that spider-man 2 is out um i've been playing it and not to i don't want to get spoilers or anything like that for spider-man 2 because it just came out and for you but if you loved ratchet and clank rift apart you will love this like there's there are multiple things in this game oh i'm sure where i'm like oh that's from rift apart like they just they learned from rift apart how to do this kind of stuff and like the the technology like spider-man 2 just is like on a technological level is amazing. Like you can, you fast travel to areas and there's like no loading time and you like zip through, you zip through portals and are put out like in a different spot. And there's the opening tutorial Sandman fight. Like he punches miles and miles flies back through the city Mm -hmm. and then shoots back towards him. And it's just like flawless. And I honestly don't know if I've seen a loading screen. Like, I mean, I, I assume it loaded in whenever I first booted up the game, but then since then I've just yeah. had it like in rest mode. And so I do the resume activity feature yeah. on the PS5 where I don't have to load back in. And I feel like I have just like gone, like I don't know that I've seen a loading screen, which I think is not something I can really say. And I'm sure there's cheats which, for things um, in the oh, game, yeah. but like I, I don't, my mind does not register them. There's a few times where like, you have to get, you're like flying across the river, you know, to get to the other side of New York. Right. And I'm like, I wonder if this is like the classic, you know, Tony Hawk's American Wasteland where you like yep. skateboarded through the tunnel. Where I'm the like, tunnel, I wonder if this they is hide the loading. Yeah. Like, I don't know that it is because there's clearly things going on around you when you're out there on the river. 
So I don't know that that's the case, but there's a few things like that where I'm like, is this how they're hiding loading or like, how is that working? Well, one thing that actually made me sad about the remaster of Spider-Man, the first one versus the PS4 version, um, was that my favorite thing in the game, and it was a silly thing, and it's because it was silly, that when you fast traveled, it was Spider-Man on the subway. That uh, it would, he would sit there in his costume, like reading a book or listening to headphones or something, or just watching people. Yeah. And I loved those little, like, just moments of fast travel. I didn't even think about that being the loading screen. Like that's what they were doing to hide the loading. And so on the PS5, that was removed. They took it there out. Was no loading yeah. between, there was no loading between the areas when you popped one place, you were there. And so uh, I, when I did it, it made me really sad because I was going to, I wanted to see it. And I was like, I want to see Spider-Man on the subway again. And I couldn't because they made the game better, but they took away one of those little like quality of life things that I thought was just really awesome. So I'm assuming that Spider-Man 2 is even better about that, like you're saying. But yeah, yeah, I I, I miss the loading screen in the original Spider-Man. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's it's very good. I think you guys will love it because you love the you love the first two and, and you like oh, the first yeah. part. I, th- I think you'll really love it, especially now that you're done with Baldur's Gate three. Like it mm-hmm. is a it is a very very good game, and um, I played it a ton over the weekend because um, I just got it Friday, and then right. this week because of of just work and everything, I haven't had much too much time to really continue playing it. Yeah, but it's. It's fun. Um, very, very minor gameplay spoiler here. So, like, if you care, skip ahead thirty seconds because it's it's related to gameplay, not story. But there's some really cool mini games in it. Like, there was one I got to that I'm not too crazy about, where Miles is basically like a DJ at a rave, and oh. it turns into like theatrhythm or like a kind of rhythm game where you have right. to do button presses. Yeah. And the reason I didn't like it is because it, I feel like it doesn't work when it's EDM music because you're just like uh, you're having to wait for the beat to come back around and stuff like that uh, where it didn't yeah. feel I didn't feel like they quite pulled it off. But it was one of those moments in the game that I had a really big grin on my face because I was surprised by that. and was like, oh, huh, that's a weird thing. And uh, whenever it did happen, even though it wasn't very enjoyable, it was just kind of like, this is weird. Like, am I in a fever dream right now? Or is this like an actual uh, part of the game? Because it's weird. And, yeah, um, but an then, interesting choice, n- nonetheless. Yeah, and they have like, um, they let you go over to like Coney Island to play the games and stuff. And there's a segment where you can actually go through and ride all the rides if you want to. 
Oh, cool. And so we had fun doing those. I did realize that I was getting tired. And I needed to leave because there's one of the rides and I was just sitting there watching, you know, them ride it and was like, wow, you know, this is taking a long time. Like this was fun, you know, to watch. And then I realized that I had to press the circle button to uh, exit. <laughs> and I yeah. was like, I was like, yep. Okay. I guess it's time for bed. <laughs> Yeah, that's, <laughs> like that's that's when the you're just waiting on spider-man to, to get off of the uh the carousel it's uh it's time it's to uh, time, time for to a bed. yes um and so uh I, I but i've really enjoyed it i like it um i think that um e- even for somebody like me that doesn't just love superheroes and doesn't necessarily just love these kind of action games i really do like the spider-man games and i'm having a really good time with spider-man 2 and you waited a long time to play the first one so i'm really really happy to see that you are playing this one immediately that i kept trying to get you to play the first one and you're like i'll get to it eventually and i'll get to it eventually i'll get to it eventually and when you did it was fantastic and so i'm really glad to see that you get this one early on and you're experiencing it uh like when it's new and when there's all this hype to it and you're not just getting the uh the kind of Baldur's gate thing uh getting it secondhand through work and building it up so much yeah well actually okay there's a story here okay the reason that i did not play spider the first spider-man game and the reason it took me so long to play the first spider-man game right is because of dragon quest 11 it came out like the week before dragon quest 11 did um or some it came out very close to Dragon Quest 11 coming out in the states. Yeah, and I started playing DQ 11, got super obsessed with Dragon Quest 11, and then by the time the holiday season rolled around, right. I was like, I think Jaden gave me that game. My cousin Jaden, I think, gave me the game. I want to say for DQ 11 for Christmas that year. What'd you say? Spider-Man or DQ 11? Spider-Man. You gave Spider-Man me DQ 11. Oh yeah. I'm responsible for all of this. <laughs> um, kind of, except I did ask for it. Yeah, I know. Um, but it yes, was, but you it was are, like you gave me a list. I was like, that one. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I think Jane gave it to me that Christmas, but it was like, it sat on my shelf for a really long time because I got so obsessed with Dragon Quest Eleven, and then I had to platinum it and I played it all through. I beat it when we were up in Tennessee. I brought my PS4 and the yep, game and I everything remember. with me to Tennessee and platinumed it, not beat it but platinumed it when we were actually up in Tennessee around the holidays that year. And then as you know, as most people know by now, I was like, I got to play them all now. And I instantly went and, and downloaded the first three games on iOS because we're still up in (laughs) Tennessee and I could play them from my phone and just started. And then the rest of that following year, 2019 was all me just playing dragon quest games really. Mm -hmm. Um, And then 2020, um, you know, kind of went into that and then it took, so it was, that was why I think it was 2021 um, was before, was how long it took me to actual, actually play the first Spider-Man game. And it was completely Dragon Quest Eleven's fault. It's because I, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, I kind of like had cleared my schedule out for DQ11 around that time. And um, right. then you got it for me and played Dragon Quest Eleven and just never looked back. At least it's a good reason then. It's not just you being like, meh. Yeah. So, I mean, that um, sometimes happens. Yeah. So, yeah. Who knows? If if I had played Spider Man first, I might have not. Um, I might have put DQ 11 on the back burner 
and then this podcast wouldn't exist and so much so much would be different it's true that uh that it's like that's that's one of the like branching timelines it is it makes a a solid decision that could change the uh the direction of their life yeah Yours was playing dragon quest 11 over spider-man yeah when we started out this episode i did not know that we were going to find such a deep connection between me playing spider-man 2 right now and dragon quest 11 in 2018 yeah. but here we Would are not have thought about it yep yeah we have done that which I, maybe is a good spot to end for the week yeah, I think uh, so. I think that yeah. is a good. I don't think we're going to get any uh, any more than that. Any deeper than that? Any deeper? Nope. Yeah. Um. Anyway, thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us while we're catching up uh, in this week's episode. We'll be back with some really cool planned Dragon Quest things starting next week. Um. So keep eyes, or I guess ears, because it's a podcast. So I guess keep your ears out for that. <laughs> is that an expression? Um. I don't know. Keep I'm going to make ears open ears open yeah i guess so i guess i don't, I don't know. know uh anyway you can chat with us on twitter at dragon quest fm uh you can also talk to us and help support this podcast at patreon.com slash dragon quest fm just a huge shout out and big thank you to all of our patreon patrons uh we really appreciate all of you guys and if you want to talk to me personally i still am kind of sort of around twitter and blue sky at dragon Quaston. Um, I got out of the habit of checking social media like a couple of weeks ago and don't really mm-hmm. miss it actually. So I'm not sure how often I'll be around um, on any social media, to be honest, but um, you can hit me up on there and I'll see the notification at least and go log in and check it out. Oh, but yeah, I think that's it for me. Yeah. I'm on Twitter uh, as professor Beach. I still get notifications and stuff. Even if I'm not scrolling around, I try to get on there sometimes, but then just like, eh, because it's the same thing as you on social media where I got out of the habit of it and I don't find I don't really truly miss it. So I'm on there as that Professor Beach. I'm on Blue Sky, BJ Keaton, and I sometimes look at threads at uh, Professor Beach. So uh, and also you can, like you said, support the podcast at patreon.com slash Dragon Quest FM. Thanks, everybody. And we'll see you next week. Bye.